Welcome to episode five of Called as Ambassadors. Next Gen Podcast. Next Gen Podcast. Uh, this season we are going through, uh, it's a parenting podcast, so this is for the parents. Good stuff. And this week, this episode, we are talking about process. Can I say new parents and as well as veteran parents would all benefit from this series? Absolutely. I mean, there are some overarching themes throughout this whole uh, series that really just aren't just for parents. Yeah. Uh, they're for all followers of Christ. So, Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's so many nuggets in here um, that you're going to want to take away. So great stuff. Great stuff. I love it. So what are we doing today, Dave? We are talking about process and I want you to think about something for a second. Me or people listening? You and people who are listening. Okay. Why is it important to talk about process within parenting? What do you think? I think it's important to talk about process because it gives you a bigger perspective of your journey as a parent. Mm, I like that. We did talk about this in the beginning of the podcast and that we're looking at big picture parenting in this podcast. And it's because it's easy to get lost in the weeds Mm -hmm. and to focus on, I did this wrong today. I did this wrong today. I'm overwhelmed by these needs today. You know, all of those things. And I think the process of parenting reminds me that we need to take a little bit of a bird's eye view Mm -hmm. and look at our total journey. What does it mean to to parent parent, as a lifelong journey? Right. Because it is not just a moment. It is a lifelong journey. It is. Taking a, a few moments to step back and say, what's the bigger picture? How can we see this in a new way? And that's what I love um, about this idea. The more we adjust our expectations of parenting or of ourselves in our parenting or of our children, the more aligned we are with the peace God wants us to experience in the midst of it. This is a realignment of parenting. We're realigning with really what God wants for us. So what you're saying is, as a result of what we're going to talk about today, you're hoping parents have more peace in the midst of their parenting. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Because I think they need it. I think I need it. (laughs) We all need it. (laughs) Yes, we do. Absolutely. Uh, Here's a quote, and I'd like us to kind of think about it for a minute. A misunderstanding of what you've been called to as a parent will always set up unrealistic expectations of your children and frustrations as a parent that will tempt you to do and say things you shouldn't do or say. Yes. Think about that. Well, in light of process, if you are okay with me talking about it in light of process. Please do. I think that it helps me to understand, like parents, we get into the battle sometimes of winning. Mm. Like who has the most power right now in this situation? And kids. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Yes. And... Or, you know, saying the right, there's a lot of pressure on specific moments. Mm, And so the misunderstanding that we've been all called to is like, we have to have all the best moments and we have to live all of those moments to completion and they all have to be tied with a bow and all that stuff. And I think it's more realistic to actually have a, a bigger view of where am I in this journey with my children and is it a good time to do a check-in to see how they're doing? Mm -hmm. I let you know that I went on a walk with our son the other night and I came home and I said, well, had an interesting conversation Mm 
And it's because I asked him, I let, I gave him the space to talk about all the things I'm doing wrong currently. Wow. That was bold. That was bold. He's 15. <laughs> he just, he just, he's a right teenager. In, I'm sure. And there were a lot on the list. There was a laundry list. Did he actually carry the list with him? <laughs> Took it out of his pocket. <laughs> actually, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and you know what? We can be frustrated as parents if we want to do things like, well, remind him of like, you know, he can't speak to me that way because, you know, he's the child and I'm the parent and all of that stuff and get caught up in even, even what the, sometimes the Christian world says that we need to be. And I... I like this parenting podcast because it's a realignment of many, many things. One of them is humility. Mm. And we're going to talk today about why process is important. But what I said to him was, you know what? Thank you so much for telling me those things. I will work on those things. And it like stopped him in his tracks. And he was like, really? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, because what matters to me, and this is about a lifelong journey. Like I want to have, a long-term relationship with him, mm-hmm. not this battle of who's winning, but I want a lifelong journey with him and, and in relationships. So I said to him, for me, it's more, more important that you are honest with me yeah. in our relationship and that you show up. This is what I said to him, that you show up as your full self in this relationship. What a beautiful conversation and daring and hard. scary, I'm sure. Good and hard. Um, and what I love about that, I mean, I don't want to, you know, just say good things out of place, um, but I think this is a, a time where I can say I think that was a parenting win for you, even though it was a daring question. Um, and what I love about parenting is it's this balance of uh, moments. And sometimes we feel like we need to win in these moments. Yeah. And we have maybe a distorted view of what it looks like to win mm-hmm. in these moments. And mm-hmm. so often in our desire to control a specific situation winning the moment means I'm the boss mm-hmm. and that was a moment where winning the moment meant humility yeah and in the in the midst of the bigger picture um, you start to string together these moments so it's not just this isolated event yeah. you need to see the bigger long term like you're saying you want to you want to be his mom right for life yeah and not just win the moments, right. but see the bigger picture, uh, the whole process. I love that. And a lot of what you're talking about, what's underneath some of the things you're saying is trust. Mm. And I think that is also part of process for parents is that they need to trust. Can, like, do you trust in a big God? Do you trust that if you surrender this parenting process to God, that God has it, you know? Mm. Yeah. And for me, letting go of the small moments, like you said, letting go of the need to win the small moments is part of surrendering to the big plan that God has for, for your plan, you know, a plan for your parenting and for your children. Absolutely. And I feel like it's that, that desire for the momentary win for that instant change that really Mm -hmm. gets us in trouble as parents. And I fall prey to that Mm -hmm. frequently. I, Mm -hmm. I want things to like, like, have a light bulb, a light switch for my kids. Oh, of course. How yeah. could I ever uh, tease my sister? Wow, I've been doing this all wrong. You know, something like that. Right. You want to be able to turn on that switch. And also, by the way, when you turn on the switch, well, there's two thoughts I have there. When you turn on the switch, it, but doesn't it make you feel good? 
right? Because if the meaning, yeah, yeah. switch meaning, you see an outcome as a result, the feedback as a result of your amazing parenting. Yeah, obviously, I'm the best parent ever. So, right? So when that, then that switch is flipped on when your child has said, oh, yes, I, I realize that I should never tease my sister again. You're like, parenting win. You know, it's all about sort of this worshiping that idol of mm. see I have been a really good parent and I think sometimes we need we well we do need the positive feedback sometimes it, it can be helpful when you are just in such a, a rut in such a hard place that yeah. you can it sort of I feel like God gives it to you as like a hey hang in there it's a little fuel right but I think sometimes we want those flip switch moments because it makes us feel good about our parenting mm-hmm. when the reality is is like if that's what you're looking to get out of parenting is feeling like an awesome person. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a oh, I like how we're both laughing. Yeah, it's, it's not true, right? Because you were giving so much of yourself. It's unconditional love. Yeah, you know, like even I was reading, um, and I think it was in this chapter. He was saying like parents who go on vacation. It's not like you could take a vacation from parenting. You cannot. You are still parenting on vacation. Yes, sadly. <laughs> So especially if you take little kids with you, that's like, that's, that's a hard, that's a lot of work, you know, which is why parents need to go away. If we could, if you can remember anything from this podcast today, take a vacation from your kids, (laughs) (laughs) go away for a night where you can take a little bit of a respite and a rest from being on as a parent. Yeah. Cause I mean, that is, that's, that's true. Truth there. it, It is those moments that we put so much weight on that ends up weighing us down. Oh Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, yeah. we have these interactions and exchanges and um, confrontations that seem to take up so much emotional space. When in the when we when you're able to zoom out the lens, it doesn't need to. Yeah. I mean, this is a moment, and you need to do what's right in the moment, and then move on to the next moment. Yeah. And then trust that the spirit is in the midst of it. You make a really good point, actually. You. When you you're welcome. When you focus so much on the moment, each moment, that is actually weighty. Yeah. And so when you can have a hard moment, but you kind of, but you don't let it sort of attack you personally Mm -hmm. or your self-esteem or all of that. Yeah. If you can actually continue to give your struggles and parenting to God, just like um, you would do in other areas of your life, right? Like there are certain things that are out of your control and you just need to continually give those things to God, right. it means that you won't then turn to your kids to make it better for you. Yeah. So the struggles are there and they're heavy and they're weighty, right? But if we don't give them to God, we then put pressure on our parenting and almost like push perfectionism on our kids and obedience and all of these things so that we can feel good. Yeah, and what's... Uh, what Instead you- of being restored by God. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, what you're making me think of is I think we, in that process of um, pressure on our kids for perfect moments, it's so much more often about uh, our own need to gain control over other aspects of our life mm-hmm. that oh, are yeah. out of our control. But we use our kids to do that. Yeah, and yeah. then these moments are way bigger than they should be because Mm -hmm. it's really not about the fact that they weren't paying attention Mm -hmm. and knocked the glass on the floor and broke it. Right. It's about the fact that 
uh, you're having a hard time with your boss or you got a flat tire or these other things that feel so out of control. Yeah. And in that moment, if I could control these little beings, then everything would be better. <laughs> it would make My me. Whole life would just fall into place. And it that's would, not reality. Yeah. Because it's not about those moments. It's not about control. And they shouldn't be have to, they shouldn't have to carry that. Oh, no. I mean, that's, that's hard stuff. And we, what we really need to remember is in the way God loves us, he exhibits long-term, compassionate, gracious, and patient care. Mm. And that's really what we need to be offering to our own kids. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's some parallels here about, I feel, <laughs> feel like God's like, have you not gotten it yet? Which is like the same things we do to children. Right. Yeah. And so in what you just said, patient, compassionate care, because I want to share with you this little theological definition I have of being a Christian. It's very simple, but it's called we are becoming what we are. We are got it's, it's kind of an interesting thing, but I I can't. It's like one of my favorite definitions. And I think. Can you say that one more time? We are becoming what we are. So we are God's children. And our journey on this earth is about becoming that. And we are in the act of becoming. And so God has patience with us because we're in the act of becoming. And this is what we forget is that our children are in the act of becoming. For sure. So we, the same patience that God gives us, the same, all of those attributes that you just said, that we, because this is our lifelong journey being and being a Christian. It's the same thing that we need to give to our children because they're in the act of becoming. We are becoming parents, better parents as time goes on. And this is a long, long process. But if you come into our house uh, on any certain day. You're all welcome. Anytime. And and judge at whatever it is, you know, 8 p.m. when I have been saying, I can't believe you didn't clean your room today. And like people are tired or whatever. And you judge that one moment. If you walk in and you say, based on what's happening here, Dave and Betsy don't seem like great parents, right? Like that's not grace infused. That's not patience infused. Yeah. Please have grace and patience with us. <laughs> I love what Paul says in first Timothy one sixteen. He says, but I received mercy for this reason that in me as the, <clears throat> as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. Mm. In us, Jesus is practicing patience mm-hmm. as we grow into mm-hmm. who we were meant to be, yeah. which is God's children. I love that mm-hmm. definition of, of being a Christian and that Christ is the example. God is the example of patience mm-hmm. and we need to uh, lean into that. And if you think about the journey of our children that we hope they go on as Christians, I think we need to model what it means to become and to be dedicated and to be, when we're patient with them, I think it helps them to understand that God's patient with us. You know what I mean? If we constantly put pressure on them to be perfect, to be obedient, to be all of these sort of things that maybe even that you know the tur- the church has taught parents from long time ago like we we talked about this at home there's just been this um lens that we look at our children as what they are what little sinners and you yeah, know what i mean sounds so terrible. and and they need to be disciplined mm-hmm. and they need correction and they need all of those things 
And yet, I think when we're heavy handed with our children, um, with our love, I want us to think what kind of what kind of image do they then have of a loving, patient, compassionate God? And it sounds unattainable mm-hmm. in some ways. It sounds so okay. So that all sounds great, Dave mm-hmm. and Betsy, but I can't do that. And I think the reality is we we can't do that. But I think that's what's so powerful about um, the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit offers us as love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, you know, all of those things mm-hmm. that are the fruits of not us, not of abundance, of, God's, God's love and abundance in and us. And the fruits of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what God has to offer, not because uh, we need more of those things, but mm-hmm. because we need them. We don't have them on our own. We need godly love. We need godly patience. We need godly humility. Um, and we can't do these things on our own. Mm-hmm. We need the spirit. We can't be these things. So some of this stuff we're talking about, you know, when you're down in the in the nitty gritty, when you're down in the trenches and, you know, your kid's just going off the deep end and you're at your wit's end, you don't on your own have patience. You don't on your own feel godly love and affection towards your child. Right. They're not feeling the the fruit of the spirit in those moments. You want them to eat their vegetables and get their pajamas on and go to bed. It's just that simple. Yeah. And it's not happening and you don't know why. Um, And this is, I think in some ways, the way God has set this thing up. We need God. Yeah. We need to rely on, on God for those things that help us see the bigger picture and link all of those individual moments mm-hmm. together because yeah. individually those things um, are harmful yeah. and we put too much weight on them. When you link some of these together, it's like you talked about earlier, this is an ongoing conversation. This is an yeah. ongoing relationship. Yeah, it's interesting. So I wanted to to bring up something and then maybe transition to a little bit, just the last, like some practical things that we can leave people. Love it. Um, because you said people were listening saying, well, I can't do this. So um, a couple of things. I So I think I've said before, so I'm in this PhD program for marriage and family therapy. And often what happens is a parent will come into therapy and they often um, will say that the person with the problem are their children. Mm. And so they come in and they expect the therapist to actually fix their child. Yep. Hey, so he's not doing this, this, and this, or his behavior looks like this, this, and this, or he's refusing to do this, this, and this. Um, he's the problem. Can you fix him? Yeah. And actually, w- the parent can tend to get frustrated when the therapist is like, so I'd love to see you next week. <laughs> and they're like, wait, 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 why would you want to see me when it's no, my... No, just fix my kid. Right. And so this quote reminds me of how really, if you think about it, if we were to focus on our character the character formation that God wants to do in us, we actually might see positive outcomes in our children mm. if we actually focus on our character forming. Yeah, what God right? wants to do in so, us. What, so here's a quote from the book, which is really good. What gets in the way of good parenting is not a lack of opportunity. What gets in the way of parenting is not the character of your child. What gets in the way of parenting is one thing, the character of the parent. Ouch. That one stings a little bit. I know. I do want to do the quotes that sting because 
But you're going to put some salve on it with some practical tips. Yeah, we're going to put some salve. I'm very, very excited what you're, what you're bringing. So the salve, the three salves are, um, he said, this has to do with how you can focus on parenting as a process, right? So like one of them is a little bit of what we'll be talking about, a lifelong connected process. Yeah. Okay. So this takes the pressure off the moment. And trust that we are doing our parts and being faithful and trusting God will bring growth in this situation. Right. Nothing is wasted in God's economy. Those moments are not wasted. Right. The treasure and trust each, we need to treasure and trust that each moment is being used as part of a bigger, a bigger plan. Yeah. For our children. Right. So the second one is also along this this line of something being continual. And parenting is an unending conversation. Yeah. I really like that. It's a, yeah, it's a beautiful image of, of relationship and trust and patience, like all kind of wrapped up yeah. into one idea that it's not this moment. It's an unending conversation. Yeah. And one of the examples I gave for this is like, um, what we want to do is we want to have a conversation wrapped up, right? So it has a beginning and end. It has three bullet points. Um, We want to know that they've heard what we've said, right? And then we want an applicable example said back to us showing that they've heard us. And then we remind them that we had this conversation. Yep. And I was saying, no wonder teenagers don't want to be around their parents. (laughs) Because we're annoying. (laughs) Right. Because we have, we put so much pressure on this, but like. I think you're holding up a mirror to my face. So this is. (laughs) What Parenting is part of an unending conversation. So parents having smaller conversations um, are are just as important as the larger conversations that we want to be having as parents. Yeah. I think, well, you know, I'm not a big uh, football watcher, um, but it's a little bit like. You don't watch it at all. Yeah. I I mean, I'm not at all a football (laughs) watcher. Okay. But it's a little bit like you you can't get a touchdown every time. You, You move the ball down the field. And it's, that's the whole part of the process. You don't, you know, with baseball, you don't hit a home run every time. You know, there's this process that has to take place in order um, for there to be really um, success. And by success, I mean a healthy, God-centered relationship um, that you're leading your children towards Christ. Yeah. Awesome. And the last one is this, come with a project mentality. Not that your kids are projects, but actually that you're coming with intention and trusting God and the spirit to prompt you along the way. Yeah. Right. That's hard to do sometimes. It is. And I want to just bring up another example of things I'm learning that families get caught up in, especially parents and children. They get caught up in what's called emotional reactivity. So coming with intention means that you are looking for the unhealthy patterns that you've developed, right? As parents Mm -hmm. and children, right? When I say this, they react that way. When they say this, this stirs up this and me. And then before you know it, you're in this cycle of emotional reactivity. And so intention and awareness and self-reflection, these are things that you would bring to a project, right? Like, okay, let's look at this step. How are we doing here? Do we need to revise something? All right, let's go to the next thing. With intentionality, that's what we need to do with our parenting. And so I was just saying, hey, I wanted to say to parents out there, like, if you're feeling you guys are caught in this emotional reactive place with your children, um, the first one's really funny. Stop. (laughs) Stop the cycle. Would you stop? You know, that's always like the classic advice. Could you just stop? No, but really. No, I'm telling you to stop. Look for the cycle and stop the cycle. Yeah. 
right? Talk openly about the pattern that's developed between you and your kids. Mm -hmm. That can be really helpful. Like, hey, so I notice when I say this, you react this way. Like, what is that about? Really, that's what you, the conversation you had with JJ. Yeah. 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 Um, Prep your children for harder, longer conversations to come by not surprising them. So Mm -hmm. this will reduce that. And if you notice, there's a theme here. All of this is humanizing to your kids, by the way. It's involving them in the process. Yes. Yep. The lifelong process that you're Mm -hmm. on. Naming emotions and then talking about coping with your children. Um, So I hear that you're feeling this. Hey, what what can we do about it? That kind of thing. Always remind them that God has given them gifts and skills, but they need to too trust God in their lives. And this empowering mindset is, is, is present in parenting. So really wanting them to know that they don't have to be so connected to us emotionally Mm -hmm. in this reactive way, but that we want to empower them to bring their stuff too to God. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Cause it's, it's easy for us to, uh, uh, dump some of that stuff on them and that, but they need to know that, that they have the capacity really to, um, be who God wants them to be and be genuine and bring who they are to the table as well. And they want, we want them to feel, to bring their full selves here with yeah. us, but they, we want them to feel they can bring their full selves to God Absolutely. as well. So there's some beautiful tips, um, for parenting with a process. Yes, for sure. Parents, remember that God has blessed you not only with forgiveness, but with your potential. That God wants to restore and rebuild your children, and he wants to do that on you as well. Remember that. You got this. God's got this. And we can do this together. Love it. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. And we will see you next, next episode. Time. Bye. Bye-bye.